There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I want to welcome you to the podcast if it's your first time tuning in. I always like to say welcome because I feel like we are kind of at home here on the podcast. So whenever someone is tuning in for the first time, I want you to know that you are indeed welcome. Pull up a chair, get comfortable, let's chat. And if you are tuning in again, then you know the deal. And I'm so happy that you are tuning in again. Um, today, I wanted to talk a little bit about starting out in consulting. And I realized that it's been a while since I've talked about, you know, some of the earlier stages of building a consulting business. And so I figured, hey, this would be a great time to chat a little bit about how you can actually package and sell your expertise. Because whether you realize it or not, you have a lot to offer. And, you know, I think that there is a common misconception that in order to become a consultant, in order to go into this field and, and pretty much sell what you know, then you have to be able to offer a solution to to pretty much any problem that your client may have. It's almost like we believe that you need to be a one-stop shop. Uh, you need to be the only advisor, right? That's what I think many of us think. I, I know I thought that when I first started. And I believe that we get this idea uh, that we need to be everything to everybody from the fact that we have previously viewed this consultant through one particular lens. And for most people, the stereotype for a consultant is an older, a wiser, all-knowing, I'm doing that in quotes, <laughs> well-established and decorated cisgender white male in our industry. Let's just be real. That's often what we think about when we think of a consultant. And that carries a lot of weight, thinking that we needed to know everything. And also it seems, you know, it seems impossible because the, the stereotypical picture that we have doesn't match who we are. We don't see ourselves in that image. And because of that, I think it causes a lot of younger, talented <laughs> thought leaders and experts in their field not to go down this path. And definitely it's been a hindrance over time for many women, especially women of color. So I think that we have to get around this whole notion that being a consultant needs to look a certain way. You know, the, the truth is that this perception is so far from the, the truth. 
not only has our view of many of these experts that we have seen over the years been inaccurate, in many cases, there has never been a rule whatsoever as to what you needed to have in order to be a, be a consultant, especially an entrepreneurial consultant. There was no rule. And we never had to wait until retirement to sell our knowledge. We never had to wait until we were a certain age. We never had to be a certain race or, or gender. None of that existed. Those are all preconceived notions that we have and rules that we created for ourselves in our minds based upon what we saw in the society at large. So I understand clearly where that came from. But once again, that is not how it had to be. And that definitely is not how it is now and needs to continue to be. So there's a famous quote that says, two things remain irretrievable. That's time and a first impression. So look, when you are presenting your services to a client and you're ready to win that big lucrative contract, you want to put your best foot forward. And what better way to do that than brand collateral that showcases your high quality services in a way that stands out from the crowd. So if you're looking for a way to showcase your services, I want to offer you what I use and what I know has worked for me over time. And that my offer magazine template. This is literally a Canva template that all you have to do is drop in your pictures, your logos, all of your information, and then allow someone to see firsthand the level of quality that you present when you touch any project that you are working with. To download, click the link in the description and make it yours today. I promise it will be putting your best foot forward. When an entertainer gets to the end of the road of their journey, then they go to Vegas, they do a residency in Vegas, and then they end up retiring, right? Because you know that they're at the end of their career. So when we kind of associated moving into consulting to this latter part of our, our career stage in terms of the timeline, that's a lot, that's pretty much how we were walking into the industry, visualizing ourselves in the industry, getting to this point where we're ready to retire and hang everything up and we want to just sit back with the grandkids and enjoy life. Yeah, a lot of people do get to that point and decide to do that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Just because you have not reached that stage in your career doesn't mean that you are not well positioned to be a successful consultant. You know, think about just that Vegas example. The fact that Usher <laughs> has had a residency at Vegas that's been selling out like crazy. People have been just visiting, you know, the, the Vegas Strip trying to be a part of that whole experience. And I will argue that he's not hanging up anything as of yet. He's still working on other projects and, and we've seen that with other artists as well. So it doesn't mean that it is the, the end of anything. It's a decision that you make to go along a certain path and it may, 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 may just be the path that you choose to stay on. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So I'm hoping that this, this little intro is starting to convince you that you don't have to wait if you want to go into consulting you're thinking about how you can position and sell your expertise you can't do it now you can definitely do it now so the thing is that you have a choice we all have choices and when we realize that we have this choice to 
entered into the consulting world, especially as an entrepreneur or a solo consultant, and we can start making money on our own terms and create the future that we desire and that we want for ourselves without having to answer to a corporation or to you know a boss or a nine to five or another job. We can supplement our salary by tens of thousands of dollars by using the knowledge that we have already invested time, money, energy, blood, sweat, and tears in into getting through degrees and jobs and experiences, that we can use all that to our advantage to build our wealth, to send our kids to private school, to pay for college tuition, to take the vacations and the trips that you desire. It is available to you right now. You don't have to wait until you get to a certain point of, of life in order to access that. And when we realize this, I think it really allows our our gears to start <laughs> spinning. You know, a lot of the clients that I, I work with, oftentimes they know that they have a lot to offer, but the biggest problem or challenge is once they decide they want to go into consulting, they're trying to figure out how exactly do I package what I know so that it will sell in whatever industry that they are in. And this is where I want us to kind of think about how we can get started and really build a business swiftly um, in the consulting space. Now, keep in mind, you can start a consulting business in any area that you desire where you have a level of expertise that. Uh, where your knowledge is greater than your peers and other people, other people around you, or other people that normally would uh, frequent that particular space, where you can teach someone else a particular topic or help them solve a, a problem. So there are a number of ways that you can enter a number of uh, types of consulting that you can do. But one of the easiest ways to get started, if I'm just honest with you, just the easiest way is to really start with what you do right now especially if you are in your career or your nine to five, you're already being paid for experience that you have that's highly valuable. You have evidence of that because you get it in the paycheck either every other week or every month. Every time that paycheck comes through, that should be evidence of expertise, evidence of knowledge, evidence of (laughs) the fact that you add value. That's what that is evidence of. So you're able to take that knowledge that you're using right now in some shape, form, or fashion and put that in into the world and package it into present it in a way that you can help others. So this is one, you know, one way of thinking about how you can get started. And it doesn't mean that you have to do exactly what you do right now. I think that's also one of the things that uh, deters people from really trying to build a business around maybe what they do in their career, their nine to five is that Sometimes they may be going into uh, a, a new space. You may be going into a new space because you are disheartened by the experience that you're currently having in your career. Maybe there are some aspects of that that have not been enjoyable. But what I often uh, I like to offer offer people and what I want to offer you is the fact that you know sometimes we have those feelings not because of what we are doing but largely because of either who we're doing it for or how confined we may be in our current position. And so it's the it's the people. Let's just be honest. Sometimes sometimes it's just the people that you're working with that makes it, you know, a situation where it's not enjoyable. 
But if you went to school, if you sought out degrees and certifications in a particular area because you had a passion and a love for that before years ago, then I, I truly believe that that's probably still there. And so one of the things that you can do is really think about as you're doing your day-to-day work, what aspect of that work brings you joy? What do you enjoy doing? Because the thing is, when you go into consulting, you don't have to, like I said before, do everything. You're able to tease out and peel out that aspect of your job or, you know, that part of your knowledge that you're using on a regular basis that feels good to you, that makes you happy, that's enjoyable to do, that you love uh, to do to serve others. That's the part that you want to peel out when you're thinking about creating a business uh, for yourself. So one of the reasons why I like to start here is because most people, when they're starting a business, they go out and they conduct a lot of market research and market research is essential. That is definitely a key component of getting started, but they do the market research and they look for a gap in the market and then they decide, okay, this is the service I'm going to offer because this is a gap that needs to be filled. Only problem is sometimes, you know, there's not an alignment between your expertise in terms of what you do best and that gap or that hole. And when that happens, you make it more difficult to navigate the journey because you have to learn and and grow over that time to fill that gap at the level of expertise that would be necessary for you to compete in that industry in that space. So that's one of the reasons why I don't like to necessarily start with the market research, but rather start internally with your strengths, what you know, your experiences, your skill set, all of those things that make you special, those things that you enjoy, those things that you have really shown evidence of being able to master over time. That's where we want to start and then see how we are able to pair that with a gap or a hole in the market. But that is one of the quickest ways to get started because you have all that you need right now to start your business. It's just a matter of figuring out exactly what is that piece that you want to to be this new this new business this new venture that you are exploring that you're going into so that's one of the tips that I have is to start with what you know now another tip that I want to give or something I want to recommend is that you make sure that you stay within your zone um, oftentimes when people are starting out they feel as if they need to do everything I know when I first started, I felt like I needed to be able to offer everything to everybody. That's kind of when you see people have the laundry list of services on their page and they're like a one person business. I always say that that we feel like we have to do that because we feel as if that makes us look more professional when that is just the farthest thing from the truth. In reality, unless you have a big agency or a team, I don't recommend having a laundry list of services that you offer and trying to solve all of these problems. You have to remember that these larger 
consulting firms and organizations, they have a team of experts. They have experts in every space. They have multiple people working at their highest capacity in those areas. And so you don't want to position yourself to compete with that. That's not your goal. You're trying to capture your spot in in the market. You're trying to create space for yourself to succeed and to grow to whatever level that you desire. And so you do that best when you focus and hone in on those things that make you feel most comfortable and that are are really strengths for you. So as you're thinking about services that you can build and that you can design, stay within that zone. I like to call this your zone of expertise. It's actually where you shine. It's where things come more natural, where you have the experience, the skills behind you to support you. You have confidence in what you do because what, what many people don't realize is that all of those things, the confidence that you display, the ability to do the job swiftly and to a a greater and deeper level, those things are going to help you to stand out and win business. And if you create your service so that it, it falls within that zone and you practice within that zone of expertise, then it's going to be so much easier for you to win. And you won't have to stress yourself out because you know the the information you know what you're offering and you're able to control the the depth of your work the breadth of your work you're not obligated to provide everything to everybody and i want to tell you a little secret no one expects you to do it. <laughs> no one expects you to do everything. As a matter of fact, if they see that you're trying to do everything, it signals that you're probably not a master of, of anything that you said that you're an expert in, right? So we don't want to give that impression. Just be comfortable with what you know and know that that zone of expertise is more than sufficient to create a a very lucrative business model around you know your expertise and what you know so uh, you know just being comfortable in that space staying not necessarily in your comfort zone i'm not saying not to get uncomfortable but i want you to push back against this uh this notion that you have to do everything you can control the services that you offer and you can control how you position those services in the market to drive and attract business. Now, the last thing I wanted to to kind of cover, you know, as we talk about this whole aspect of getting started is the probably one of the most important things that you can do. We talked about how you can package what you know and how you want to stay in your zone of expertise so that you're able to share your wealth of knowledge with others and also do that in a space where you're confident and you're comfortable. But this right here is most important of all is that you have to deliver a result. (laughs) That is a non-negotiable. And the reason being is because keep in mind, consulting is all about taking someone from their point A to their point B. It's allowing them to navigate this difficult space and you're going to walk with them as their advisor, as their guide and get them to the other side. And so if you are not intentional about delivering on a specific result, then that is problematic. Because what it means is that 
anything that you offer, you're leaving that result up to chance. And you don't want to do that because that's going to threaten your reputation. It's going to threaten your business. It's going to threaten your money <laughs> as well. So you, and, and also you don't get the result for your client, which is most important. So you don't want to threaten any of those things by not being intentional by the way that you build out your services to get to a specific result. You want to make sure that what you're offering, how you are guiding them, the steps that you're giving them, the things that you are providing as insight and knowledge is all focused and geared and dedicated to your client getting to their end goal. That has to be your mission. And so I know for myself, everything that I think about with regards to uh, the clients that I work with in creating my program, I'm constantly thinking about how do I get them to that end result? And when we encounter difficulty, if I encounter uh, some type of challenge with one client, there may be things that I carry over with my work with other clients because I've realized over time that this poses a problem. So with me, one of the things that I notice is an issue at times for some of the clients that I work with is being able to carve out that time to work on their business consistently. So what I have done is over time continue to change and modify my approach so that we are able to create that time and space for them and protect it so that they are able to make consistent progress on building the business that they desire. Uh, that's something that I notice would improve the outcome and the likelihood that they would get the result. And so those are the things that you will need to do as you move along, as you notice these gaps or the you, these areas where your clients may be able to uh, make greater progress or improve in certain areas. Think about how you can deliver on that. What can you do each time that you meet with them, each deliverable that you provide, everything that you are, are providing as a, res, as a uh, service uh, and a result, how can you get them to their end goal swiftly and, and do it in a more effective manner? That needs to always be at the top of your mind. It is so important. So, you know, Please, 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 if there's one thing that you leave this episode with, please leave it knowing that you want to deliver on a result and you want to be intentional with creating the process to get to that end result. So, you know, I, I just wanted to share this episode because it really is rather simple to get started in consulting. It is not something that is hard to do. You know, I, I know it's easier said than done, <laughs> but, you know, it really is not a difficult thing to get going. It's simply a matter of you understanding the wealth of value that you offer, believing in that, and then putting that out into the world to help and serve others in a way that allows you to drive a consistent result and drive change. And, and look, if you're interested in learning more about this, I actually have a quick guide that you can work through in some of this information and get you started. Uh, it's just a simple guide. You can click the link in the description to download, um, but it's actually called How to Sell What You Know. And uh, that's pretty much all that you're doing. And I wanted to make it quick and simple because I'm trying to stress the fact that if this is something that you desire and something that you want to do, 
then you can do it. You can do it no matter what point you are in your career, whether you're male, female, you know, none of this matters. Black, white, you know, you can do it with what you have and who you are right now. So I hope that guide helps if you are interested. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it with uh, a friend or, you know, share it on your social media. I always appreciate that. It helps me reach more people and for other people to find the podcast. And then also, uh, make sure that you leave your five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well as a rating on Spotify. Um, those reviews and ratings help the podcast to grow. Uh, so I really do appreciate all of you that have done that. And I hope that you have an absolutely wonderful week and I'll talk to you again soon. All right, guys, take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.